they usually find stories and illustrations and uh, sadly says, stay, I, I didn't have to look for any stories. I'm the illustration today about what not to do and what not to say and how not to act at times. But in the school business, and y'all know that I'm in it, you know, the end of the year is hectic, crazy. Uh, everything's going, and you're kind of like you're on a roller coaster just holding on to the end. And just things are crazy. And just like other businesses, things get crazy, crazy there also at different times. And in our lives, we have things that wear us down and burden us. And uh, this morning, we're going to talk about some of the, those things that could cause us to become weary in our lives. We need to understand the effects of growing weary can cause on our spiritual life. When you feel the weight of the world on your shoulders and are becoming tired, you need to step back and evaluate the situation and not give in or give up. That's exactly what Satan wants us to do. He wants us to fatigue, wants the fatigue to grow in us and cause us to give in and draw a wedge between us and God. So we're going to look at how weariness may affect our lives to this little bit this morning. The definition of weary, to overburden, to be exhausted, to tire, to toil, fatigued, figuratively exhausted. Have you ever been so tired in your life, at your job, things, relationships with others that you just wanted to give in and not stand for what was right? Have you ever been to that point where you just want to throw your hands up and walk off? If you did, how did you react? Was your actions pleasing to God? Was it how God wanted us to react at that time? So we're going to look at some problems that may occur and some, uh, some things that could happen to us when we become weary. We first see we do not need to grow weary. Read in Galatians 6, 7 through 9, Be not deceived. God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man soweth, he shall also reap. For if he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap, if we faint not. We're often deceived by outside influences that surround us, and we're warned here not to fall for that deception. We reap what we sow as Christians. We need to always sow to the Spirit so we can reap of the Spirit life everlasting. Christians need to love, cherish, and help each other reach our heavenly goal. We're living in an unrighteous world, so we need to be mindful of the challenges that can occur. We read in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, this, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covet, covetousness, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, furious, furious, despisers of those that do good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than of God, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away. Do these verses describe where we live today? Does it describe the United States at times or the world at times that we live in? We need to remember Satan's around us all the time looking for a weakness and looking for a way that he can get into our lives. When we're tired and weary, we're in danger of letting our guard down. We must always be vigilant of the, of the things, the evil that surrounds us. We read how to live in unrighteous world. Then I say, walk in the spirit and, she, and ye shall not 
fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one, and one to the other, so that ye cannot do things that you would. But if ye be led by the spirit, ye are not under the law. The spirit needs to be our guides, and we need to continue serving God and doing his will even when we're weary and tired. We cannot grow weary and lose the Spirit as our guide and begin living in the world around us. For as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. When we're feeling weary, we need to grow, continue to sow the Spirit, and reap the reward of eternal life. Do not get overburdened with, and lose track of the blessings God provides. When things are not going well, we tend to sometimes isolate ourselves. And I have a story I was a principal of Kennan's whole life in Langston's. About four years ago or five, I can't remember, time flies, I became a superintendent. And about six months into the deal, she told me one day, I don't know what the conversation was, but she's always been pretty honest, I like you better as a principal than I do now. You see, what I'd done, I'd let the burdens of the job affect my family. I'd let the burdens of the job let me, I wasn't being a Christian father that God would want me to be and, and, and what's in the Bible of how we need to be. I'd let that affect me. And it took a child, my child, to tell me. She was honest with me. Others might not have been, but she said, I liked you better like you were. So we need to understand that in our lives and we get burdened in our jobs and, and things that occur to us, we get burdened and, and, and we don't need to get weary and quit fighting. We need to understand we're here to serve God and do His will at all times. And I was glad she told me that because I think when she told me that, now I, I can seem to realize when things are going wrong and try to get back on track. Weariness can cause us to want to isolate ourselves. And we read the danger in that through, through desire of man having separated himself, seeketh and intermeddleth with all wisdom. Seeking to be alone intermeddleth with all wisdom. This is a feeling of Wanting to separate is, is getting in the way of the wisdom that we have. The devil wants us to separate. He wants us to get away from other Christians. He wants us to isolate. So our mind, he can work on our mind, work on our hearts, try to get us separated from God. That's what he wants. And we're much more vulnerable when we're isolated. Much like the, the sheep, the shepherd, when their sheep goes astray, it, the sheep is much more vulnerable than he's with the flock. So weariness can cause us to want to seek isolation. Do not isolate yourself. We read this in Ecclesiastes 4, 9, and 10. Two are better than one because they have a good re reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone, that when he falleth, for he hath not one, another to help him up. We're to be there to help each other. You need to help. We need help when we're tired. We need to let the brothers and sisters around us help us through times of weariness and not be proud, too proud to ask or receive the help. I don't know if you know, the, remember the Titans, I've seen the show a lot of times about the football team, they integrated, they hired a uh, black coach, and the, white, the coach that was there was the assistant, it was Yost, they were in the state game, they hadn't lost a game, and they're playing for state, and at halftime they're getting beat. And again, a daughter came up to her dad and said, Coach, Ed Henry's whipping you. Now's not a time for foolish pride. You need to ask for help. So went in and asked the head coach, and they won the state game. If that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have got to see a favorite movie I've seen forever because it's a true story. 
Let people help you. Let your brothers and sisters around you help you. Ask for help. Don't let the pride get in the way for that. Don't fight the fight alone because we have a church building full of brothers and sisters that will help you fight the fight. So let's, let's, I encourage you to let them help you fight the fight because you don't want to isolate yourself and fight it alone. Romans 15 and 1, strong help the weak and weary. When then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. A team of Christians give us ability to help struggling team members picking, pick, by picking them up when they're tired, giving them encouragement, helping them through the times of weariness. I think, again, sometimes pride can get in the way of letting others assist us. We need to let the brothers and sisters help you when you're growing weary and getting weak and you're vulnerable to Satan and giving in. We need to seek the help of God through prayer when weary. Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. When we're having the struggles of the world, seek God and pray. Pray for strength, not to enter into the temptations, acknowledging your struggle. We cannot reach the heavenly goal alone, and we need to understand that. We have to have Christ's blood and God's grace. Seek God when troubles arise in your life and you're feeling weak and vulnerable through prayer. We need to look to God for strength. We read in Matthew, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. When we feel the heavy burdens of life or sin or sorrow, look to the Lord for comfort. He is willing to take our burdens away and give us peace. Do not run from, but run to God. Now I'm getting to the story why I came to this, the topic today. You know, the end of the school year is going fast, and things are happening and occurring. And, and we, we get to the, about Tuesday, I'm sitting there, and in my office there's a vent up at the top. And I used to walk by for seven years. I walked by and saw the superintendent looking at that vent and wondering what he was looking at. In three weeks, I called and said, I figured it out. You were looking at that vent because he's looking for answers. But I was searching for answers. I knew I had this coming. I couldn't get my mind straight. Things were going on in, at school and in my life, and all I could focus on the problem, me, me, me. You know, I was thinking about that. I came this close to calling David and saying, David, I can't get my head wrapped around this. I can't, I can't do it this week. This is a bad week because things were going on that I wouldn't wish on anybody. And I almost called and said that. And all of a sudden, it's like something just came down and slapped me. I'm running from the very thing I ought to be running to. I ought to be immersing myself in God's word. I ought to be searching God's word to help me through the problems. That's where I ought to be going. And I was fixing to ask and run from it. He wouldn't have let me. I know that. And I appreciate that. Because remember, we need help of others. I was going to run from the very place I needed to be the most. And sometimes when we have problems and we're burdened and we're weary, we just want to go get in the corner and stay by ourselves because we're taught. Be strong. Take care of it yourself. We're taught from young age. But there's times in life, you know, we're, living, we're trying to live a righteous life in an unrighteous world, and it beats you down. It will beat you down. 
Immerse yourself, run to God, don't run from God. Run to brothers and sisters of Christ, not run away from them. Because I was going to do the very thing <laughs> that I'm saying not to do. And guess what? When I got into the study and I said, I need to study this, here's my topic and here's why. This is what I was going to do. It made things better, I guarantee you, the minute I started studying this. Again, I, I, you probably didn't come here to hear my weaknesses, but I hope it would help you to go to understand some of the things. And many of you may have some of the same issues, and you may not. But if you see me, I'm telling you, if you see me get that way, help me. Because I thought I was handling things well, and everybody I saw, man, cheer up, do this, do that. Are you okay? I'm feeling sorry for myself. Run to God for help and others for help. Look to God for strength. We also see again, we can look to God when overburdened, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. When we're growing weary and, and cannot feel like we can't bear the buttons, burdens, we need to look for God for help because he will ease the burdens. We also see God will direct us, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. We choose a path either by sowing to the flesh or sowing to the spirit. Looking to God and sowing to the spirit can get us back on the path to our heavenly reward. We need to trust in the Lord and what he tells us with all of our heart. You know, when we're weak and weary, we need to find ways to renew our strength. And one way we can do that is that seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. You can combat weariness and burdens that you have by seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Do not get caught up in the problems of the world and let the world deceive you that they can't be fixed. Seek, seek first the kingdom of God. I have a story. This is one on the irritations. And, and a lot of our burdens are mainly irritations to us. And most of us rebel against the things that irritate us and count it as a heavy loss, what ought to be a rich gain. We're told of the oyster is wiser, that when an irritating object like a bit of sand gets under the mantle of his shell, he simply covers it with the most precious part of his being and makes it a pearl. The irritation that it was causing, the irritation that it was causing is stopped by encrusting it with a pearly formation, a true pearl, therefore simply a victory over irritation. Every irritation that gets into our lives today is an opportunity for a pearl culture. The more irritations the devil flings at us, the more pearls we may have. We need to not only welcome them, but cover them completely with love. That is the most precious part of us. And the irritation will be smothered out and a pearl comes into being. What a store of pearls we may have if we take this. Problems that we face, irritations in our lives, we need to smother it with love. We need to seek God's answers through God's word. Let them make us stronger and not let them wear us down. We're showered with blessings every day. We just need to step back and realize how blessed we truly are. The last verse today is Hebrews 11 and 7. Kind of might sum it up. By faith, Noah, being warned of things not seen as yet, Moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world in becoming the heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. <coughs> a 
Noah was warned of things unseen, and he heeded the warning. He was living in an unrighteous world, but he followed God's commands. He did what God asked, and he and his family were saved. When we grow weary and the burdens are getting us down, we need to have the same attitude. We're living in an unrighteous world, but we need to remain righteous. We need to seek God's will, to doing God's will and seek his words for instructions for us so we too can be saved. I asked a question in closing, are you weary? Do you have toils in your life that you're fighting? Are there problems? Do you feel the burdens of life? If so, I'd encourage you to run to God. Seek God's help. Seek help of others. Because when the irritations of life make you weary, we need to seek the righteousness in our life. Seek the help of other Christians and not hide and isolate. Run to God, not away from God, and we need to be prayerful.